Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali and I, are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Well, everyone, we are back in the book of Revelations. Today It's Monday, and we're starting Revelation chapter 2. And we kind of left off this area last time, and we'll start with a question. Have you ever wanted to get a personal letter from Jesus? Like, what would that look like? Well, in this book of Revelation, it seems like we're going to be hitting a section of letters to the churches... And you've got these seven churches, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, um, uh, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Now, these are seven churches that Christ has picked out, and he's got these seven lampstands, which are, which are sort of analogous to these seven churches, because the churches are representing lamps of light in a dark world, because Christ is the main source of light, but he's got these seven lampstands are the seven churches. Now, that's what he said at the end of chapter 1. So now it looks like he's writing a letter to each of the seven churches. So Ephesus is was sort of the main, one of the, like the main city um, in now modern-day Turkey. Um, it was the biggest one, and uh, Christ references it, you know, the first one. And so, um, we'll jump right into this. I'm going to read it and then kind of react to it. Um, and I must confess, I'm, uh, my schedule's a little bit uh, uh, upside down this week, so I'll be r- recording our uh, podcast as best I can on the run. Uh, so, here, let's go. So, verse 1, chapter 2, to the angel of the church in, in Ephesus, right? Now, McGee says the angel, he's he's sort of looking at that as the pastor, the one who's overseeing the church, you know, and he's saying the, the pastors or the, the preacher there is, is referred to, Christ is referring to him as an angel. But that's what, that's his uh, sort of take on that. But to the angel of the church in Ephesus, right? The words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks among the seven gold golden lampstands. So in other words, it's a description of... So 
So Christ is, uh, you know, uh, letting the church know it is coming from him and um, in this letter. Then he goes, I know your works. Okay, Christ is saying, look, I know you. I know what you're going through. Isn't that amazing that Christ is so involved? He's saying, look, I know your works. I know what you're going through. Your toil and your patient endurance. I mean, he knows. He knows that they're working. He knows that they're patiently enduring through the gospel message. And how you cannot bear with those who are evil. That's good, too. I mean, you know, you don't want to be around, you know, evil folks. But have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not and found them to be false. Christ says, look, I know. I know what you're going through. And that's great. I mean, if you were the church in Ephesus, you would love to hear something like that coming in from Christ. In verse 3, he says, I know you are enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake. And you have not grown weary. What a great accommodation from Jesus Christ. And then in verse 4 he says, But I have this against you, that you've abandoned the love you have that you had at first. Christ is telling him, Look, I know everything you're going through, but the one thing, the one thing you're not doing is you've lost the love. You've forgotten it. And man, that must be, you know, that must be devastating to us to hear today. We can do all these things. We can bear up. We can go out and represent Christ so greatly. But wouldn't it be a tragedy if we forgot how to love one another? If we're doing it all, you know, we, you know, we're calling out people who are wrong all the time, but we're not loving them. If we're, we're being patient with all these people who, who uh, don't know the Lord, but we don't love them, what have we accomplished? If we've, you know, represented Christ, His namesake, really, really well, but, but we don't love one another. What have we done? This is a letter from Jesus Christ. From heaven. Through John. Take it down. Take a letter, John. To the, to the, to the one who's overseeing that church. Your church is doing good. And you've done all the right things, but you've forgotten how to love. Wow. What would you do if Jesus Christ wrote a letter to you right now today and told you that? You know, somebody who's been working super duper hard, you know, and you feel like you've, you've been patient amongst all kind of trials for Christ. You've been 
representing him, preaching the gospel, Bible studying, leading all kind of things, talking to people. Everybody thinks you've done a great job, but you forgot how to love. Christ says, look, you may be the biggest church in Ephesus. You may be the most important one. You may be the, you know, the place where I believe it was Paul preached there pretty regularly. But look what's happened now. You've, you've forgotten how to love. So it's a letter that we have to think about. He's writing to us today. It's a letter that we have to take um, as powerful advice today. This is the revelation of Jesus Christ to John, not only of who he is, and he's describing himself even in the letter to the church. When John saw Christ in his glory, he fell down in chapter 1 like a dead man. This is the apostle who, who knew Christ. He, was, he hung out with Christ. He was there during his ministry, during all the miracles. He was there at the foot of the cross when Christ died. He was there with him, of course, the night before. He died at the Last Supper. And he saw Christ raised from the dead. Now, when Christ reveals his glory... John can't even take it in. It's not like he said, oh, it's so good to see you, Jesus. No. He realizes there's nothing that we can even compare to his glory. We can't, there's the, the gulf is too wide between our sinful mortality and his righteous immortality. And now he's writing this letter to the church. One of the, the first of the seven churches, Ephesus. And he, he tells them, look, I know everything you're doing. And he's, he can be saying that to us today. I know everything about you. I know everything you're doing. But if we've forgotten how to love, we're not doing him any good, are we? So we're going to stop here and then we're going to take up tomorrow as he continues, I believe, in the letter to the church at Ephesus and see what else he's got to say. So from me to all of you, God bless you. Keep your heart centered on Christ. We'll, we'll, we'll take it up here tomorrow. Now I'll turn the rest of the podcast over to my co-host in Zambia, Matali. Matali, I hope you're doing great. Look forward to hearing what you've got to say today. So from me to all of you, God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.